Coming up on today's episode of the Matt Denny Podcast, we start things off with a Super Bowl recap from the start of the game to the end of the parade and everything in between. Uh, then we dive into a little bit of Celtics talk. We talk about the recent win streak that the Celtics were on uh, and how it ended in typical Celtics 2022 basketball fashion would uh, with a loss going into the All-Star break. We discuss the Celtics trades and, uh, and the moves that they made before the deadline and how I think... The Celtics came out on top in these trades, uh, and for better or worse, um, they they are they are going to prove to be very good for the team in the future. Then we end things with none other than All Star NBA All Star Weekend. Here I give you my picks for all the competitions Saturday through Sunday, and then we call it. So that's what we got on deck for today. TMD Podcast is brought to you by GreatVimeMedia.com. If you haven't, head over to GreatVimeMedia.com. Subscribe to the email listing so you never miss a beat on all things. TMD and Grapevine, and today's specific episode is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. That is right, exciting news across from our friends. Exciting news across from our friends at Manscaped. Just launched their fourth generation performance package. The ultimate package includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0 Manscaped, the leader in male grooming. Have done it again in ma- to make your grooming experience this much better. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the new Performance Package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code TMD20 at checkout. Again, TMD20 at checkout, 20% off, free worldwide shipping. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, was it worth the wait. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Um, first off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new Lawnmower. Yes, again, the 4.0, it's amazing. Can't can't get enough of this thing. Um, it, it should be used in barbershops across the world. That's how, how great it is. But the best part about this is it's waterproof and it has a 4,000K LED uh, spotlight so you can take it in the shower. And if, if you're feeling ballsy enough, pun intended, you could shave your stuff, your junk, in the dark if you wanted to. That, that's how good the, the, the light on this thing is. So, again, head over to manscaped.com. Use code TMD20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. All right, let's do it. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Donahue Podcast. Episode, uh, wait, I got I got it pulled up this week. I got it pulled up this week. I'm pretty sure it's episode 108. It is, and it's episode 108. Um, this episode is available on YouTube. This episode is available on every single po- uh, podcast streaming platform. So wherever you're listening from, be sure to subscribe um, just so you never miss um, a new episode. And make sure to head over to YouTube. Uh, like the video there, subscribe, um, you know, all, all that jazz. Um, so today we got a shorter episode, you know, uh, I know it's a little later in the week, uh, than we promised last week, but, um, again, some things, things came up, you know, things, one thing led to another. Here we are to, it's a Thursday night and we're recording for Friday. So it is what it is. This is, this is, this is how the podcast rolls. This is how it has rolled since the day we started. So we're just going to go with it. Uh, Team Murph couldn't join us this week. Like I said, some things happened, uh, and he's in West Virginia visiting his girlfriend. So hopefully he's having a great time there. And, uh, you know, 
things happen. So we're going to ride solo here. We're going to keep it short um, for this episode. We're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to talk Celtics. Uh, and we're going to close it out with NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, we're going to keep the Super Bowl uh, talk here kind of... You know, to a minimum, there's not really much to be said. Uh, we can talk about that horrible L.A. Rams uh, parade that they had and how it just doesn't compare to a Boston sports parade. But you know, that's neither here nor there. We're not we're not here to throw punches. You know, we're here to we're here to discuss the news. Um, even though the L.A. Rams have no fans, and um, you know, if you're a fan this year, in, you're just a fake fan because if you were a real fan, you would have been at that parade. You know, whatever. We're not going to get into that. All right, we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk strictly about the Super Bowl right for right now. Um, for the most part, you know, uh, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. You know, I thought I thought the Bengals got screwed towards the end. Sorry, I got something in my eye here, and I'm looking crazy on camera right now. Um, yeah, there we go. Crazy. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. Whatever this thing is. Oh, my God. Jeez. All right, we're not going to cut that out. We're just going to go with it. Um, what did I say? Yeah, I thought it was a good Super Bowl, but, you know, the um, the the Bengals kind of got screwed on that final possession. But I know at the same time you can't, like, you can say they didn't get screwed because they got away with the pa- uh, the, the face mask uh, from T. Higgins on Jalen Ramsey. That was clear and obvious, uh, you know, but to call that hold – you know, on like the on like the second or third down or whatever it was in that final drive, you know, and, and give the the Rams a a first and goal uh, touchdown look, you know, and then to call it, it was just it was just a whole mess, you know. It was I don't know the, those two calls at the end of the game. The, the holding call was not a hold, and you could make the argument that it was a pass interference, but you could also make the argument that it wasn't. You know, what I mean, like it's it's in to call it in that situation. You know, in the last minute of the Super Bowl, like come on, like that's that's the one thing I hate. You know about about that game and that it's going to come down to that uh, because you know I do feel like the 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 Rams shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. You know, to get the uh, the pass interference because I think. I think it was pass interference, and I want to make that clear. But you can make the argument that it wasn't. But I think it was. But my argument is that the Rams shouldn't have been in that position to begin with because the hold that got them to the first and goal was not a hold. You know, so two bad calls by the ref, and you know what are you going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. Um, it was a, uh, it was just a, it was just bad calls. And again, I think this is one of those situations where it's. I understand, you know, you got to call the game. You got to call the game fairly. Um, now you got to call the game fairly all the way through and be consistent. You know, you can't just in the last minute decide to to make these these ticky tack calls uh, when you haven't been doing it all game. When you let a guy get away with a, f- a face mask uh, that was clear and obvious, and then you the the makeup was in the last minute for the Rams. That that's just I don't think it should have ended that way. Um, it, it happened. You know, the Rams scored. Uh, you know, the Bengals had a chance um, and. Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. You know, I've always said he's probably one of the best uh, in, at his position in the history of the NFL. So, you know, it's it's not it's not a surprise. Um, it just sucks that you know because I don't think the Rams score right there. I think that I think I think that going into that holding call, you know, it was it was like second or third down, and I think that the Bengals can hold them there. And instead, you give a a really really bad holding call. Um, you know, and, and that sucks for Bengals fans because, you know, it's, you know, how many times they've been in the Super Bowl now and they've lost, uh, that's, it, that sucks, you know, um, 
And it also sucks because you're probably not coming out of the AFC again because, you know, you get the Pats. So it's like the Pats next year, Mac Jones, probably going to be MVP. Um, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm serious. You know you know how I am. So, you know, the Super Bowl, it was good. You know, I'm, I'm – Am I a little upset that my bets lost? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. I'm a little, you know what I mean? But I I don't throw huge money down. You know, I'm not a huge gambler like that. Um, I, I don't throw I'm, – I'm a, I'm a college kid, so, you know, I'm working, working a job. So, like, that's, you know, that's – um, I don't have huge money to throw down on that game. So, you know, I'm not really uh, – that, that's not a real reason uh, for me to be upset. I think I'm more just upset with the, the way that game ended. I thought it was kind of BS. Um, I think that that's a situation where – you know, just let them play. You know what I mean? It's, and the pass interference, maybe. Okay, but I don't think there's a pass interference, you know, I, like to get there. So that that's a uh, – I don't know. That that's It sucks. Like I said, I don't have a, I don't have a foot in either party. You know, I, I don't have a – I don't care. I didn't care who won that game. You know, I was just there for a good game, and I thought it was a good game up until the end. Uh, I think the Bengals kind of got screwed. But, you know, props to L.A. You know, I mean, they were clear they, – they, they sold out for this Super Bowl. You know, when you talk about selling out for a Super Bowl, they literally sold. They gave away everything. I mean everything. They only got a first-round draft pick for like three years or something like that. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> sucks for Bengals fans, you know. Um, but, hey, they're Bengals fans, and I guarantee you they're probably used to feeling pretty crappy, you know. And it, it, it might be worse because, you know, you got you got so high. Uh, that the, the Bengals are going to win, you know. And Joey Burrow, I like Joey Burrow. Uh, I like Jamar Chase. You know, I, I like that Bengals team. Um, but, you know, I'm also – I was a fan of Odell. You know, I didn't I didn't really love the crying at the end of the Super Bowl because, I mean, maybe he was crying because he tore his ACL. I don't know. Um, fan of Matt Stafford. You know, like I said, fan of Aaron Donald. I'm a fan of Sean McVay. I, I like Sean McVay. You know, I really like the team. I just don't really like Jalen Ramsey. Uh, so I'm glad he got torched. Um, maybe that was my win. But, you know uh, – that's that. That's all I got in the Super Bowl. I mean, it was it was like it wasn't one of those all time Super Bowls. It was just like a, it was a Super Bowl. The halftime show was, I think it was a little overhyped. You know, I don't think it was like knock your socks off amazing, but I don't think it was like bad by any stretch of the means. You know, I'm a, I love I love listening to that music. That's my that's my uh, the, that's that's what I rock out to in the car on my commute to uh to school. That kind of music. So um, I was definitely a fan of it, but I wouldn't say it was like this is the best performance, Super Bowl performance ever. Um, I think that that's a little bit of a stretch, you know. But I'll give it. I give it like an eight. You know, I give it like an eight out of ten. You know, um, it's not. It wasn't a ten, but it wasn't like a four or five. You know, we've had a few of those in the past few years. So all in all, I thought it was good. I thought the commercials were pretty good. Um, that Coinbase one had to be, you know, the crypto one. That one had to be the money maker. I can't imagine how many people uh, Coinbase got to, you know, go on their website. I, I saw like something on the. Uh, oh my voice! I saw something on the um, something on the internet that you know Coinbase's like website crashed because there were so many people on the site doing the QR code. You know, eh, come on, you're lying. If you were watching at, at home by yourself, you scan the QR code. If you were at a Super Bowl party, someone at that party scanned the, the QR code. Like, come on, uh, don't kid yourself. Um, I thought that was genius. You know, uh, I thought that that was a, I thought that was good. I thought the Jim Carrey one was also hilarious. Uh, the cable guy. You know, a lot of people didn't know who that who that was. Maybe that speaks to my age. Um, not really because I'm not really that old. Cause like, I am getting up there, but I'm not like that old where it's like, ha, huh, I know that and you don't. To like the, like that's a classic movie, Cable Guy. Come on. So, um, you know, it was a good Super Bowl. Um, the parade stunk. 
I mean, that that parade was horrible. I think that happened uh, Wednesday. It was that was a bad parade. That was no one showed up. That just that just goes to show the sports fans in LA. Like no one showed up to that that parade. It, it was. It's just why I don't like, you know, I, I, Cam Young, you know, my old roommate, uh, we've, we, he's been on this show. We talked to him um, before, you know, he, he's an LA fan. He's a true LA fan. So like, I respect, I respect fans. You know, if you're, if you're a fan of the city and you like every, every team in that city, you know, through and through kind of like how I am with New England sports. If you're like that with, you know, your respective city, I respect that. But that just goes to show that parade just goes to show that there's not any fans in LA that are like true or care about football. They were like, they only cared because their team was in the Super Bowl. That That's the only reason they cared. And it, it showed because Cincinnati got more love when they lost the Super Bowl than the Rams did when they won the Super Bowl. Like there's just no sports fans in LA. So I don't feel bad. You know, um, that's, that's just how LA is. Um, am I saying this because I'm a little biased and I don't like LA? Yeah. I'm a Boston guy. You know, I'm sure tr- I'm, it's in my blood to hate LA teams. So, um, but again, I didn't. I don't like. I don't have any ill will. You know, my team was wasn't competing, and they won. And it just it was a little bit of a victory that you know no one showed up to that parade. That I guess that that was my moral victory. That was like, yeah, you know, if that was Boston, Boston would have been shut down. You wouldn't have been able to walk in the entire city of Boston wherever that parade was going. You wouldn't have been able to walk. That's just go look at the pictures from when the Patriots won the last one. Come on. Compare that to that. My high school could have thrown a better parade than what that that Super Bowl parade was. Like that was terrible. So I don't know. It is what it is. You know. Uh, just I'm just trying to you know make make some conversation here over over you know trying to pick. But like the best part was you know I hate to say this but like the most entertaining part that that took internet by storm was when the girl fell off the stage and she. She fractured her spine, which is awful. But, you know, I mean, like that, and Matt Stafford immediately turned away, you know, kind of, kind of a little knock on, a, you know, the respect towards Stafford. I feel like Stafford should have helped the girl up, you know, or she ended up fracturing her spine, so that's not good. Um, you know, but that's, it, the, the sad part was that that was the most entertaining part. And then probably Sean McVay's, you know, repeat or run it back. That's what it was, run it back, uh, Pep at the, the the stage area. That was probably the second thing uh, putting Aaron Donald on the spot. Uh, but yeah, that's that's um those two things were probably you know the the top. And then Tom Brady tweeting at Matt Stafford in the middle of the parade. That was like, you know, it's bad when another person like a highlight of a parade is when the dude who won the Super Bowl last year and just retired is like the hot is like a is a top five highlight of the parade. Like that that just goes. Not on the team, not even in the league anymore, you know. It, and he's the highlight of it. it it's just I don't know. That it was a really bad parade. So that that's my uh, my spiel on the parade here. Um, let's get into a little bit of basketball talk here. Um, you know, C's are uh, you know they're they're on a win streak. That that's that. that, that no, 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 sorry, let me rephrase that. C's were on a win streak, eight game win streak. Um, Ended last night against the Detroit Pistons, a back-to-back. So, um, you know, it happens. You know, I, I think there there was definitely a little bit of an overreaction by Boston fans on this loss. Now, I understand why, because with how tight the Eastern Conference is, uh, you know, and looking back on this, you know, that game is going to really matter, you know, in a, in a few months from now when they're deciding playoff seating and all that. 
um, you look back on the season and you look back at some of the losses and you're going to be like, damn, that Detroit Pistons one. That was a, that was a tough one to swallow. But, you know, I, I don't think it's as bad, you know, because the Celtics just went on an eight-game win streak. And they went on like an impressive eight-game win streak in the midst of trading away, uh, I think they traded away four people from their team. The win streak kept going afterwards. So it, was, it really was um, an impressive win streak. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, again, it's not the worst thing. They're heading into the break. You know, okay, they, they, ended, on, they ended on a bad note where they, they lost by one to the Detroit Pistons on a, on a bad um, shot by Jason Tatum again. You know, classic Jason Tatum, a step back for the win. They're just Tatum, I'm sorry. That's, that's just not the um, – that's not, not going to win you games. Sorry, Tatum. That's just – and, you know – I'll die on I'll die on that hill, Jason Tatum. Attack the basket. I will. I. Ugh, that's the one thing about Tatum that that just I'm still waiting until he becomes that dominant dude downhill. No one can stop him, and he just does it all game. You know, and then and then when they start sagging off you, then you start shooting. Um, you know, but when Jeremy Grant is is all up in your your. All about all upon you, and you know, and you can't um you can't get to the basket um. The, the step back, you know what I mean? Get to the basket. Like, force your way to the basket. Get a foul call, you know? Don't don't settle. Um, but that's, you know, that, again, it's not, it wasn't that bad of a loss, though. You know, you got post game, you got one of the, the analysts saying, oh, my God, this is us is going to kill them down the stretch. This is one of those really, really bad losses, and especially going into the break, you end it. I'm not buying that that jazz. All right, that, it's no pun intended there because we're talking about the NBA. But, I'm not buying it. You know what I mean? Like they're going into the All Star break and they're they're going in on on an okay, going in eight and one into the All Star break. That's pretty that's pretty good. Okay, um, in a tight, very tight Eastern Conference. You know, um, they they just worked the Philadelphia 76ers like two games before and beat them by like fifty, or the game before beat them by like fifty. You know what I mean? Like it's for fans to just think that. Because they lost to the worst team in basketball, the whole eight games before that should be wiped out. That's, again, you know, I mean, that's just Boston sports, and that's just kind of how Boston sports fans are, and we're passionate, and, I, you know, I love that about us. But at the same time, it's like, listen, we got to think with our heads, all right? It's, it, it, they went on an eight-game win streak uh, when they were they were like 500 before the eight-game win streak. Now they're like eight games above 500. So figure it out. Um, so, again, Impressive win streak. We're going to the All-Star break. Um, I want to talk about the trades a little bit. You know, um, I was a little surprised, but, again, not not like, oh, my God, can't believe we got rid of this guy. You know, I wasn't like that. Uh, but I, I thought that they were going to keep maybe Dennis Schroeder for the rest, the rest of the year. Um, same with Ennis Freedom Cantor, Cantor Freedom. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't think that they were going to keep Bruno Fernando. I'm going to be completely honest there. That one, that one, uh, I, I thought, uh, I thought that that was probably, uh, rightfully so. And in return, so they gave away those three guys. Um, and in return, they got Daniel Tice, um, from the Rockets back, you know, D- Daniel Tice is now back on the Celtics. Um, honestly, he looked awful in every other uniform. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm happy that he's back and, you know, he's, he knows Celtics basketball. He knows what it's like playing with Tatum Brown, um, and the rest of those guys there. So, um, happy he's back. I thought that was a really good pickup. And again, dumping off, dumping off, uh, cap space. You know what I mean? They, they're going to have more cap space here. 
uh, coming down the stretch. So, also, um, you know, it is – it was a good pickup. Um, I, I'm, again, this year and, – and I said this at the, the beginning of this year, uh, before the NBA, NBA season started, this – is a year where it's like a mini rebuild. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, you got your core guys, but now it's like we're one – we're like one – and I hate to be that guy that's saying it, but the Celtics are like one big guy away. And, then you know, Brad Stevens is – he's trying to build. He's trying to get enough cap space, you know, going into this offseason where it's like, all right, they can land a big fish. They can get someone in there to work with Tatum and Brown, you know. So um, that's, that's what this whole, you know, up until the deadline thing was about. Um, and again, traded Josh Richardson, who I was a little surprised that, you know, he was, he was playing very well for the Celtics. Um, I thought he was a good guy, but again, that's the business in the NBA. You can't, can't give up something bad and expect something good in return. You, you got to make some sacrifices somewhere. So I understand, uh, the Josh Richardson deal. And again, clearing up cap space. And I thought Derek White was a very, a very good pickup. You know, I, I'm not. I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't know a ton about Derek White before he got here. But, you know, I looked at the stats. Uh, I looked at how he'd been playing the past, like, 10-plus games before getting to Boston. And it seems he's continuing to play that way. And he seems like he's fitting in very well um, in the – I think he's playing three – I want to say three or four games with them. Um, so, you know, it's it, it, it was a good fit. And, again, the goal in mind was just clear cap space. So, I thought all in all um, it was good. You know, I was I was a fan of um, the deals that went down. You know, I think the Celtics they won up until not. I'm saying against themselves. You know, in in each of these deals, uh, they won. You know, they came out on top in all the deals in my mind because okay, yes, you had to like I said, you had to give up Josh Richardson who was playing very good. You got a very very good player in return, and you dumped off cal- uh, salary cap space. So. All in all, it was a win um, for them. You know, they cleared up, cleared up some some room for the off season here, which is which is good. And um, again, you know, it, it was also tough. They gave up a 2022 first round pick to the Spurs um, and Romeo Langford. I'm going to be honest. I know a lot of people love Romeo Langford. He's a he's a fan favorite. I never. I wasn't. I don't dislike him. You know, I just I was never sold on him. Um, so I don't think it was a huge loss. You know, I mean, I think Neesmith has stepped up, uh, in a big way this year. Uh, he's proven that I think of the two, he's probably the one you want to keep. And, um, you know, it's tough. Like I said, it's NBA, you know, moves got to be made. So it is what it is. Um, I'm sure those guys, they'll all be fine. Okay. Uh, don't, don't pout for any of those guys that left. They're, they're all going to be fine here. So, um, yeah, now let's, um, Let's dive into the All-Star weekend here. Um, it is starts tomorrow, I want to say. It starts on Friday, I want to say, um, with the uh, – I'm forgetting. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, but regardless, let's uh, let's get into some a breakdown of this real quick because we got um, – I want to. I'm gonna just go right into uh, Saturday. You know, obviously, I'm gonna talk about the the three contests taking place, and then we'll talk about the All Star game. Uh, and well, that'll that'll be it. You know, I mean, we're we're gonna keep this thing short. We're gonna keep like I'm pushing like 32 minutes. Okay, that that's that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for here. So let's see see how it goes here. Um, 
We'd start things off Saturday night with the skills challenge. Now they it, it's different this year. They broke it up into uh like the Ante Tacumpo brothers and then Team Cavs. Um and then Team Rooks. So I'm not I'm not sure how they came to the conclusion of these teams. Uh, I probably could have looked more into it before I hopped on the hopped on the mic here, but I don't think anyone really cares. Um but it's very interesting. You got like brothers and then you got like rookies and then you just got like the Cavaliers. I don't know what's going on there, but it is what it is. Um <laughs> Team Antetokounmpo, obviously the three brothers, Giannis, uh I I I'm Alex and uh Ah, uh, Yeah, I'm not going to pronounce the name. I can barely pronounce the last name. I'm not going to mess up uh, on the first name. Team Cavs. Let's go uh, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. And then Team Rooks, we got Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. Now, for the skills competition, I don't think the Antetokounmpo brothers will win. Um, I don't know, dude. I think... This is tough. I'm trying to pick my winner here. Um, I feel like the big guys in this competition are are. See, I say that, but it's like if they can if they can get the passing thing down, like and get through that quickly, them getting up and down the court is an advantage. And I know that that's weird to say because you would think that they're slow. Gian- Giannis is not slow. Okay, um, dude, I don't know. I. Th- This is tough. This is tough. Screw it. I'm, mm, I don't believe in the rookie class either. Um, mm, all right. You know, I'm going to go Team Montecumpo. Yeah. I think Giannis is going to kill it. I think Giannis is going to carry, carry Team Montecumpo to a win. I got Team Montecumpo. Um in that one, I think the size is going to be an advantage. Most people think it's a disadvantage. I'm going to go out on a limb, say it's an advantage. Team on, okay, whatever, I need to write it down. Uh, moving on, three-point competition. Now, this one is always, I don't know, this one, it's hard to pick a decisive winner unless Larry Bird's in the group, but, you know, that it's been a few years since he's been in it, So it's and uh, Steph Curry's also not in it, so, again, it's not like that. I don't think um, it's that there's a that definitive um, participant here, but I am looking at the list right now, and you know there's one name that jumps off that should be a definitive. Um, you know he's probably going to win it, but again, like I don't know. You know Fred Van Vliet is very good shooter. Uh, Desmond Bain very good shooter. Uh, I don't think Luke Kennard will win it. But who knows? Again, a very good shooter. Uh, Zach Levine is a knockdown. Zach Levine is knockdown. He's a knockdown shooter. I don't care what anyone says. And I think he's built for the three-point competition. I could easily see him winning this. Uh, CJ McCollum. No, nah, I don't. I don't trust it. I don't. I don't. I, I say no. Patty Mills, maybe. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, maybe. But like Trey Young should win the competition. And and I. I want to die on that hill, but I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go. I don't know something about Zach Levine on All Star Weekend. The dude's just like a he's a he's a he's a horse. You know what I mean? He he does everything. He, he wins he's he wins all the competitions. So I think I gotta go. I'm gonna go Zach Levine. Zach Levine's got my uh, Zach Levine has got my pick for the three point competition. 
Um, just so everyone's aware, too, I'm not – actually, could be betting on this. We'll see. Um, I don't know. That's tough. It says, following the skills challenge, we'll move on to the three-point contest. This format has changed in recent years with the addition of the Mountain Dew Zone, which are two extra shots well beyond the three-point line that count for three points each. Trey Young might dominate that. But I think that that's where people are going to, like, like, that's where I don't think Luke Kennard is probably, that. you know, I don't think he's going to have an advantage there. I don't think um, Carlton Towns is going to have, I don't see, think C.J. McCollum is going to have an advantage there. Like, those guys, like Fred Van Fleet, I could see him having an advantage there. I could see Trey Young. Um, I could see Levine. You know what I mean? Levine's he's a dude's an assassin. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Zach Levine. Uh, dunk contest. I mean, does it even, like, matter? You know I mean? The dunk contest has to be – the dunk contest has to be something like the – it has to be, like, the worst competition, I feel like, right now. I feel like it's just gotten so bad. And it, it could just be me, you know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just too pessimistic about this. But I feel like every year I watch it, I'm like, ever since the Levine Gordon year, it's just it hasn't been good, you know. I I just feel like the the props, like the, they're not like it was. It was cool when Dwight Howard did it, you know. It was cool when Nate Robinson did it. Now I feel like the props are just like overused. Um, you know, it was sick when Pat Connaughton did it because that's my guy. You know, Patty C, what's up? Um, but I don't know. I just feel like it, Patty C got robbed. Just just want to point that out. But Aaron Gordon also got robbed that year, so I guess we're not – whatever. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I just don't think it's awesome. I know Obi Toppin has bounce. Um, I know Jalen Green has bounce. Um, Cole Anthony, I don't, I don't think he's going to – I think it's going to be between – I don't know, Toscano Anderson though has pops. Um I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the rookie. I'm gonna go Jalen Green. I think dude, he he has bounce. Um Toscano Anderson also has bounce, but I think uh I don't know, something about the something about Jalen Green. He's just uh, he's a performer. So I'm gonna go Jalen Green on that one. Um So as far as the game here, um I don't I mean I know how this happened. Um you know, in terms of I, I did I didn't watch the draft, but you know, I watched the, the famous clip of like why like how so and so is on uh team LeBron and so and so is on team Durant. You know, I mean like I AKA James Harden uh was not drafted by Durant. So I I, I, I know the teams, I know the roster, um and I know why you know, it was a, it was a funny clip. Uh, it was a funny clip. Why, you know that was that was what it was. Um, Jared, James Harden's also not playing, so he's being replaced by Jared Allen. Uh, just want to point that out. Uh, but he was not drafted by Durant. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're living under a rock. Um, but on Team LeBron, we have Giannis, Steph, Tamar DeRozan, LeBron, and Luca. I mean, uh, Jokic. Uh, and then uh, coming off the bench, those are the starters. Coming off the bench, we have. Jared Allen, Jimmy Butler, Luca, Darius Garland, and uh, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Ed Friend Van Fleet. So that team is stacked. Um, that starting five is ridiculous. Uh, that's that's a ridiculous starting five. I don't know how Kevin Durant let. 
I don't know how the heck Kevin Durant let uh, LeBron get Giannis, Steph, uh, Jokic. That's 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 mind blowing to me. Um, and then on Durant's team, we got obviously KD, um, who who will not play. Kevin Durant will, will also will, <laughs> will not play. So we have Joel Embiid, John Morant. Tatum, Wiggins, and Trey Young. I mean, listen, I love Jason Tatum, but I don't think that that team has a ch- that starting five has a chance against LeBron's team. That, that, I know John Morant's been killing it. Um, I know Joel Embiid is a beast in the post, and he's probably the best post player. Uh, you know, it, like no one can stop him. I, I'm not even gonna say best post player because I think Jokic is, but um, it's just unless Trey Young starts pulling up from like half court and isn't missing. Um, I don't think there's anyone that can stop anyone on anyone on this team that can stop anyone on the other team. I think there's people on Team LeBron that can that can easily stop some of these guys. So, oh, I bet. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and then uh, Team Durant's Le- reserves. We have Lamelo Ball, who is replacing KD. Um, we have Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Deontay Murray, who got snubbed. He's replacing Draymond Green, Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Uh, yeah, and then Draymond Green, but he's injured, so and not playing. So again, I don't know how it, it got to this, but I don't think there's a question in my mind. Team LeBron is is winning this, and I hate to see that because I'm not a LeBron fan. But it is what it is. Um, that is gonna do it for today's episode, guys. I told you, you know, 32 minutes is 33 right now. I was really close. Um. Next week, we will be back for Tuesday. Yes, we'll be back for Tuesday. So in a few days here, we're going to recap uh, All-Star Weekend. Uh, Team Murph will be on the show. And Mike got an interview coming up with a uh, very special guest. So um, be, be sure to stay tuned for that. If you haven't, uh, head over to greatvimedia.com. Subscribe. We're getting back into the blogging game here. Um, subscribe to this wherever you're listening to. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. And... Um, Yeah, I will see you guys next week. All right, peace out.